Welcome to the Movie Podcast. My name is Shabazz, and I am one of your hosts. Alongside me, I have fresh from the island of Portugal. Island, or are you from mainland? Islands, but I wasn't there. I feel like you just flew in with those eyebrows. Daniel. And my, and my arms are so tired. <laughs> and your arms are so tired. Hello, and Daniel. welcome to the Movie Podcast. I am one of your hosts as well. Okay, yeah. I don't like that intro from Daniel, nope. but you know what? We're gonna move on right from Sicily, fresh from a <laughs> I'm not from, from, from the oven of a pizza maker. Anthony, how you doing, Anthony? Yeah, I'm not from Sicily. Where are you from then? Uh, my family is from the north and the south. My north dad's, and the south. My dad's from Calabria, and my mom's from Milan. Ooh, Ooh. the fashion capital of the world. You know? No, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> You gotta uh, play both sides so you'll always win. It's true. Right? That's true. Uh, how's your week been, guys? It's been good, yeah. yeah. It's been really, really good. I mean, we saw a lot of news. A lot of news this week. Mm-hmm. I mean, it started off as a really snow. Snow? Snowy? And- <laughs> it started off with a very snowy week. <laughs> it started off with a really snow. Oh my god, I can't uh, do it. Slow. Slow. I, you know what it is? I have Game of Thrones on the mind, a show that I don't watch. And I was just gonna say, today's the series finale. Series finale. Of good luck for those who, who are watching. Do yeah. you guys watch it? No. no. Yeah, neither do I. Uh, we should watch this episode. Just this episode. This episode? Yeah, it's, might as I well. think it's airing right now. Is Let's it? just live watch yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, I, we can log in yeah. to our Crave account yeah. and watch it if yeah. you want. Uh, but yeah, it started off as a very slow news week. And I feel once Thursday hit, they're just like, let the floodgates open. They started screaming at us, I yeah. think. Yeah. Yeah. And now we're here. And now we're here. And, and as always, you guys can catch a new episode of the movie podcast every Monday across all your favorite podcast services. If you want to be a part of the show and give us your comments, suggestions, and corrections, you can head over to thisTimeWith.com slash talk. So this week, we're talking a little bit about some of the news that dropped, obviously, that Daniel's yeah. talking about here. But on top of that, it's it's really our Keanu Reeves appreciation it's our ode to Keanu. Ode to Keanu. I mean, ode this is what I think, I think in Anthony's contract, it said that we have to do one episode about Keanu a, a, a year. A one year, episode yes. a year of just Keanu-related Keanu related things. Yeah. Yes. yeah. So I feel like this is uh, this is the episode. So Anthony, after this. Uh, yeah, in honor of John Wick 3 hitting theaters, right? I mean, I, I, mean, I guess, yeah. I feel like the timing is right. Yeah. It's just coincidence, to be honest with you. You're right. You're right. We could have launched this at any time. It's true. So let's jump into the news first, guys. So No news this week No at news at all except for, I mean, it, it's so hard to talk about this news because, again, it's not confirmed, but it's like, it's like I feel like it's a 98% confirmed right, right. now. Right. It's, like, it's just like this is... It's not confirmed? It's still not 100% confirmed. Because the, wow. the, there's no signature on the dotted line yet. Right. But let's, let's, let's tell the audience what, what, yeah. what we mean. So Robert Pattinson yes. is poised right now to play uh, a small character... Mm-hmm. Named the Batman, wow. <laughs> uh, for Matt Reeves's uh, movie that's due to come out whenever 2020? in twenty twenty one, June twenty fifth, twenty twenty one. Yeah, but uh, this is the one that Ben Affleck was attached to. And this is coming right from Justin Kroll of Variety. So Variety's big. And I know at that time they were they were talking about it's either going to be Nicholas Holt or Mister Pattinson, right? And Nicholas Holt was a name that surprised me just because like I knew his name sometimes got thrown in the mix, but I didn't think he was that close to. The, getting the, the runs yeah yeah we were actually it was kind of nice that we were actually all together about to watch john wick 3 when, when this new when us. anthony just dropped this bomb on us yeah and we all just kind of our immediate reactions were just like oh, oh oh it was it was it was such a quick turn of like it was a very wait a minute to yeah okay i guess well, because we had like we were hoping someone else was gonna be um army playing hammer. the role which was army hammer and there was a little bit of like sadness and then 
Yeah, I mean, our first anger. episode, right, was all about... We went through sadness and anger, and then... We went through all the stages of grief. Depression. In about and, 30 seconds, yeah. yeah. And then we... What's the last one? Acceptance? Uh, denial. Yeah, we denied it. Like, <laughs> no, it can't be denial here. at the very end. That yeah. doesn't sound you, right, You deny though. it at the end again. You do one more denial. And well, then we were like, yeah, right. Robert Pattinson, sure, why not? Yeah. You've already played one vampire. Let's let him play. Let's pl- is another one, yeah. Let's play another bat what, tonight. What are your... Now that we've had a couple days to marinate on this... What do you, where are you guys with this right now? If this if this is true, where do you guys what where are you sitting? I'm okay with it. Yeah, yeah I'm okay Me with too. it. I mean, everyone reacted so like I, I remember when Ben Affleck was announced, there was this huge uproar, and even I was all like, "Whoa, okay." And yeah. then like maybe I think a couple hours later, I was like, "Oh, okay, you know what? Let's just see what happens." With Robert Pattinson coming from that reaction of last time, I was just kind of like, "Oh, I mean, let." We don't know until we actually see it. Yeah. My biggest thing, though, is all the damn, like, protests and yeah. and all the... Everyone making these, petitions. Like, petitions. And, and it bums me out because we're going to be talking about this again a bit later on. We will on, be talking but, about this later on, yes. Uh, it just sucks that, like, there's, like, this entitled entitledness that comes with whenever there's these big casting decisions or anything like that. You know, we saw with Heath Ledger becoming the Joker, mm-hmm. with Ben Affleck as Batman, like... When Chris Hemsworth was cast as Thor, people were like, "Oh, you got a no name as Thor." Like yeah. Chris Evans, he was a Human Torch. He can't be Captain America. Just, right. We can't really judge until we mm-hmm. see what's happening, right? And Robert Pattinson isn't just um, Edward, right, from Twilight. He's yeah. he's done so much more films that have given him such critical acclaim as well. So, um, and that puts a lot of like pressure on the actor himself to yeah. like, make this role um, not fail, yeah, right. and you know. There's a lot of like, like. There's nothing goes with it for sure. A lot of I, I feel I, for him, you know. I read a tweet today. Um, it's from I think he's an actor. I'm not too sure. Rahul Kohli. Oh, is this the the? I don't know why you need you to put Sorry. your damn finger down. Yeah. If you guys are watching this on YouTube right now, Daniel threatened me. My finger me. was in the shades. Daniel nose. just threatened me. Uh, but yeah, it, the the tweet said, and I, and I it really hit me because I thought about it. And I'm like, yeah, that's kind of what this is. Uh, He's replying to a tweet that says DC fans launch multiple petitions against Robert Pattinson playing Batman. And it just says, and he replied back saying, you're effectively protesting someone's job interview, which isn't particularly nice. Trust in the creators to tell the story they want to tell. If you don't like it, vote with your wallet. You don't know what an actor is capable of until you've seen the final product. Have faith. 100%. I agree. I, lo- I love that. I'm glad you brought that up because I actually had that on a screenshot to share as well. Just there, I, don't, I think that rings the most true. Like We can't judge... Based on what he's acted in, like, look at look at Ben Affleck. The internet went ablaze. I think that was still the biggest, uh, like, revolt against a, mm-hmm. a casting choice was when oh, Ben yeah, Affleck, huge. like, what because he did like Gili and like you and know Daredevil, what I mean, like, yeah. and Daredevil. Like, we can't we can't judge. Like, do you think DC should put out a statement saying, you know what, guys, you need to calm the calm down, <laughs> no. calm down, no, calm down, no, that, no. I, they're gonna they're just going to they're just, just gonna show their product and be like they're gonna they like you they're wrong. gonna confirm like look. He's Batman. We're so excited about this choice, and they're just going to show us in 2021 why they're excited. Why does everyone have to come out with a petition? That's the thing. This is like the trend of of, this is like this generation. Yeah, like, yeah, let's petition this. Let's go to change.org, make an account, and let's make a petition. It's the silliest thing. It's, yeah, it's it's a bummer because, again, it's like that doesn't, like, things like that aren't, use those things for things that are actually important in the world. Yeah. You know, like, as, 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 as near and dear to our hearts as these characters are, Making a, a petition to be like, I don't want him as my, he's not my Batman. You haven't seen him yet. Like, yeah. You don't put, like, yeah, like, you don't know how he's going to act. Yeah. 
These are the same people that also said the same thing about Ben Affleck, and yeah. then were like, "Oh, he was great." Yeah. yeah. And now they're like, "Oh no, now Robert Pattinson's not my Batman." I'm like, get out of here. Yeah. And like when we remember when we uh, we actually Google searched uh, Robert Pattinson Batman, and like when we were seeing kind of some some fan art, and like Boss Logic did a bunch of uh, fan art of him as well too, and we're like, "Yeah, I see it. I I could see him doing it." I'm I'm here for it. I mean, until until it's proven. Yeah. You know, we don't know. We don't yeah. know. We um on this time with com slash talk. Uh, got some write-in responses as well too. Yes. For some immediate thoughts, um, some of the ones that uh, stood out to me, I'm going to go with the more positive ones. <laughs> I didn't get. I so I posted the same thing. I didn't get anything positive. Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna really? stick with the positive well, ones. Uh, we have one that said, "Just put on 20 to 30 pounds of muscle on him, and I think we'll be fine." Yeah, I think I think once we see him, he has two years to pretty much get in Batman shape. I think he'll be okay. Um. Our friend Ali said, "Great decision. I think we'll pull it off." Uh, yeah. Again, let's. I want to stick. I want to stick to the positive ones because honestly, like the more I think, I think about this choice. I'm actually, I'm actually excited. I'm just excited to be seeing Batman on screen again because, as as much as I love Ben Affleck and Batman versus Superman, whatever that movie meant, like that, again, like critical acclaim and I guess public opinion as well too isn't the greatest on that movie, but I think. It's easy to agree that that warehouse fight with Batman is the most comic book Batman we've ever seen, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm I'm excited, and 2021 can't come soon, can't come soon enough. Are you me. kidding me? I'm good. I think it's because I'm drinking a, a peach coke. That oh, is just, Georgia peach coke. A Georgia peach coke is just throwing off my uh, my yeah. speech right now. Please sponsor our show, Coca Cola. <laughs> oh man, that'd be amazing. <laughs> Coca Cola sponsor our show. The movie podcast brought to you by Coca Cola Peach Coke. Georgia peach coke. Ah, refreshing. <laughs> oh, right. we didn't do the news, eh? We didn't do the news Damn. intro. Oh my god! Let's okay. Can we delete this podcast and start from the beginning? <laughs> start it again. Or how about this, Anthony? We're gonna go into this next one. So how about you give us the news? Do 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 do. There it is. That was. My, I want to say you're getting better every time. Yes, I am. Okay. <laughs> yes, Good. I am. I'm glad you're so confident about it. <clears throat> uh, all right, let's get into this. So, Toy Story Four. I don't know why I'm doing my... <laughs> Are you okay, man? Uh, I'm not. I'm doing all right. Rashida Jones, John Lasseter are among eight who will share story by credits. And this is coming from Caroline Giardina from The Hollywood Reporter. Now, Toy Story 4 has gone through... I don't want to say production hell because I feel like that term is thrown out a lot. It's mostly that it went through a lot of writers and, um, I guess, delays and so on and so forth that now when we're getting it, there's going to be a lot of people that kind of had their hand in it. So I remember when the movie was first announced, Rashida Jones and Will McCormack, who I believe had some writing credits for Celeste and Jesse. Forever, yeah. Right? Which is, I love that film, by great the way. Movie. Great, really, great movie. Really, really heavy film, though. But it also told us that it was like, oh, this movie's going to be a bit different, right? It, it did. It really made me go, wow. And especially when we were hearing that it's going to be about a love story between Bo and Woody. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this is going to be really interesting because they understand human emotion. Now, when the whole John Lasseter shtick happened, I know that Rashida Jones, Will McCormack, left the project back in about 2017, and then like just shortly after, and then after the Lasseter stuff started, coming Lasseter out, right? stuff started coming out. So it's going to be interesting now to see where the film's sitting. But I think the credited uh, writers and directors now are Josh Cooley. Story supervisor was Valerie Lapointe. The writer is Stephanie Folsom, who did Thor Ragnarok. Mm-hmm. Writer Martin Hines and Andrew Stanton, who obviously you know from. Um, Finding Nemo and Dory, Dory and, and John Carter. Yeah, 
John, okay, Don Carter of Mars. <laughs> I thought I'd bring you had that to do him like well. that. Eh? You had to bring no, that I had, up. I had, eh? to, I had to do the Taylor Kitsch on him. Man, but, lots of lots of writers on this movie. Yeah, it's still lots still coming out in theaters June twenty first. Uh, I mean, we've seen trailers coming here and there. Uh, again, to me, visually it looks stunning, but I I need to to see what's going on because I was satisfied with Toy Story three. But again. I'm I'm here for Toy Story Four. Let's see what happens. Yeah, if it delivers, yeah. I'm I'm all in for it. Uh, th- this news is is so important because this actually changed like the way Pixar is now run. Yeah. Right? Yep. John Lasseter was chief creative officer. Yep. At the time he of was, being, he was Pixar. Yeah, and then at by one uh, by the time Toy Story Four comes out, um, P Doctor, right? Yeah, P Doctor is P Doctor is the head honcho, right? So Toy Story kind of came full circle in a sense with with even Pixar. As a yeah. company, yeah, because it, it started with Toy Story, and, and now it's, it's going to end. It's going to burn to the ground with Toy Story. <laughs> after <laughs> after Toy Story four, there's there's no more uh, sequels. sequels. Yeah, there's all all going to be original content, which I'm so happy about because yeah. for so long Pixar is like, let's not do sequels, let's do original movies. Right? There was that yeah. amazing trailer when Wally was coming out, mm. where they're like, yeah, we came up the with lunch. There was a lunch that we came up with Toy Story and a Bug's Life, Monsters yeah. and Monsters Inc. Yeah. And then we came up with Wally, and it's like, oh my god, the, how do you guys have just hit after hit? And I, I miss having that originality, and that's why I think Coco was such a such a phenomenal movie. It's, yeah, it's been, um, I remember when they were um, back when Toy Story three was coming out. Yeah. just shortly right after that, they had Newt in that yeah. was that was being developed, and there was concept art that came out. Right. There were Easter eggs thrown in the films, and then that got scrapped. Yeah, and, and then Rango came out, right? Which was a uh, which yeah. is uh, another studio. Yeah, Gore Binsky directed that yeah. one. And I remember the the plot for Newt was very interesting. It's about two last remaining Newts on Earth that, you know, have to, I guess, repopulate or right. refigure out what the world is looking like. And I thought that was such a cool concept and I was excited to see it, but it sucks that it got canned. But, I mean, if Pixar probably had a really good decision or at that time John, John Lasseter was running it, right? So yeah. I love Pete Docter. I think he's such a visionary director. I mean, he gave us such brilliant Pixar films. Yeah, we actually saw him. Um, and we saw him. Shay too. and I, uh, we actually at TIFF, they had a, a meet and greet, not a meet and greet, I guess, uh, a night with Up. And Pete mm-hmm. Doctor was there and he actually showed the first. This was, I would say, this is about five or six months before Inside Out came out. And he showed us, they showed us five minutes of the movie and it was just like. It blew our minds. It was like nothing we've seen before. Yeah. It, they showed us the sequence of, I guess, Riley growing up. And it's just like amazing animation. So I think Pixar is in great hands now. Yeah. Uh, but again, with Toy Story four, like you're li- you have to love the Toy Story. Mm-hmm. You know, there's so much there's so much attachment to it. So if it doesn't deliver, people are going to be upset. Yeah, and I think this I think this story is going to be heavily um, focused on Woody, like Woody's journey. And maybe this is I'm I'm pretty sure this is going to be like the end of. Do you the, think it's like an Iron Man thing? Like he's gonna? Well, I don't think he's gonna die. I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna pull his at the back. I think he's gonna snake in my boots. <laughs> Or a snake eats him. Oh. But I think it's going to be a time where he actually lets go of being a toy. A toy in the sense that I need to be um, with like an actual human, and like they have to use me as a toy. Like I, this is my time to like right. explore. Like, the do world. you think he's going to leave the group? I think so. I think I think so. That okay. sounds so deep. It sounds. Mm. Hey, but if if anyone could pull off deep, it's Pixar, right? And Anthony. And Anthony and I think yeah I think that's uh, I think that's where they're trying to go because they wanted that they wanted that Bo Peep love story but they yeah. wanted something more and that's that was another reason why um, Rashida left and there's a bunch of other things that right. relate to it of course um, things that we don't we don't have confirmation yeah. on obviously because I think she left a, a year before 
Lasseter, Lasseter left. It was correct? it was around like yeah, just under a year. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. it was it was close. So obviously, whatever was happening with Lasseter was obviously happening already. Yes, right. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, let's just see what happens. It's coming out June twenty first of this year, uh, which is we're getting pretty soon actually. Just yeah. just a little bit about over a month. month. Yeah, we're so close. I we're can't believe so May is almost over. I know. I know. We're getting to that real tentpole Hollywood season right now. So super exciting. Speaking of big, exciting films, which is, I think, what I was trying to say. Okay. (laughs) New Star Wars movies are, so the series taking place after this Skywalker saga. Yeah. It'll be coming from the Game of Thrones creators. This is coming from Spencer Perry uh, of ComingSoon.net. Speaking at the Media and Communication Summit, Disney CEO Bob Iger confirmed that the next batch of Star Wars movies will be released from the series penned by Game of Thrones creators David Benioff and D.B. Weiss. Yeah, short, or they go by D&D for shorts. I'm not kidding. That's that's oh, what the fans, the okay. fans of Game of Thrones. It's like D and D, like that's their short the Dungeons form for and Dragons. Them. Yeah. Okay. okay. I was very confused. I'm like D and D. I'm like, why is D and D keep coming? I'm like, oh, it's a short form for the directors. Ah, oh, very oh, cool. Very yeah. cool. So if you guys remember, Star Wars, Star Wars, uh, Star Wars was supposed to be taking time off, and do you guys think three years is enough of a of a break between? Yeah. Three yeah. years that's, is a long time. That, that's three good enough time. A long time. Yeah. Yeah. But th- is there going to be any anything Star Wars related coming out? Oh, yeah, Mandalorian. Mandalorian. We have uh, the Clone Wars coming back as the show. The yeah. animated show is coming back. Yeah, you yeah, think, yeah. Do you think they're working on a like a Darth Vader show story? Maybe. I, I I feel like with Disney Plus now, I don't think the Mandalorian is the only show that we're going to be seeing. So I think we're going to have at least one Star Wars property a year. Yeah. Going into these uh, movies for sure. So. The these guys, David Benioff and D.B. Weiss, obviously they're they're really important to the Game of Thrones creators, and they've been huge and instrumental in that. But as we know from what we've been seeing about this last Petitions. season of Game of Thrones, uh, not even just like, not even just, like again, I, it's hard for me to speak on it because I, I only watched two and a half seasons of the show, and right. it I think at that point if it's not doing it for me, I'm not going to continue. Right, but. Even not even just the petitions, but just seeing the reviews, like literally the Rotten Tomatoes score for every episode so right. far has just been mm-hmm. down, down, down. Yeah, it's 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 interesting. I mean, they these got D and D or these guys took over as showrunners in season seven of Game of Thrones, and that people say that's where the show started to hit its decline. Um, I think something that people have been when when this was announced that they are going to be doing the next Star Wars trilogy, fans were upset because they're like, are they leaving? Did they want a shorter Game of Thrones series because HBO offered them money to do a fuller season, but they said no, and people are upset thinking that they're turning it down because they want to start working on Star Wars, right? So mm. it's 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 weird. And again, like this is where the petitions were coming in. As Shay was saying, it's like again, I don't watch Game of Thrones. Anthony doesn't watch Game of Thrones, so I can't speak to it ourselves. But I'm hoping that these guys are actually going to be telling a cool story with the next trilogy of movies, right? Yeah, like I again, I don't know. I I don't know what they've like. I haven't seen anything they they made. Right. So I don't know what to look for. And it's like I'm just listening through people talking about whatever episodes have come out that they're not happy with it. So that's all I know. Do you think Disney sees like the negative response I don't to Game of Thrones so. and does anything about it? I don't think so. I, I think, think I think so. the only time they'd actually do something about it is is, is that if they did something wrong in terms of like had a scandal or 
were yeah. bad on set or, or had just creative differences. Creative, creative differences. differences yeah. But other than that, they're not. They're gonna be like, no, they still. Because I mean, these the D and D guys have been around since season one, pretty much. Have they? The show. Yeah. Have they been like writers on the show since They've then? They've been executive producers in season one from what I'm reading. And then season two, they were pretty much creators on that point as well. Okay, yeah. Because I know, I know they took over showrunners in season seven. Okay. From what, I, from what I've seen. We can definitely do some more fact-checking yeah. on that later. Um, but yeah, so I, I definitely think that, I mean, as long as they, they keep doing what they want to do, Disney's going to keep giving them the money and... Uh, I'm I'm excited. I kind of want well, like they created, to move on from it. They they supported such a probably um Yeah, it was created by them, the show. Was it? Yeah. The Game of Thrones franchise. I've never seen in in TV this big of an audience. I can't think of anything. I can't think of anything. Like that, every single person I know, it could be uh male, female, child, mother, father. Like yeah. it's just Every type of genre of person out there loves this, loves this show. It's part of it, yeah. And I mean, like, we and that says sh- a lot. It's for sure, yeah. You know? And I mean, and like, we love like people always say, oh, if you love Lord of the Rings, you're gonna love it. And I, I like, I watched the first episode. I'm like, oh, it's a little different. It's not, it's yeah. not for me. Yeah. Uh, maybe I'll give it another chance one day. But you know, we've seen shows like I think the first couple seasons of The Walking Dead were phenomenons as well too. You know, Breaking Bad as well. But at least I think when we when I compare it to a show like Breaking Bad, Breaking Bad had the plan of we're doing five seasons, and we have a clear beginning and end. Mm-hmm. Game of Thrones is like the last books aren't even out yet, and these guys have to are making stories up. And like there were the rumors as well too that they were paying uh, George R. R. Martin to not release the books yet so they could get their season out first. Right? Again, I don't know the validity validity of that, but and that's strange because now he once he releases the book, he could do it whatever could be he wants. A completely now. different, yeah. right? So just, and he may, because it depends on like how this. I guess from what I understand is, uh, it's a show about a game of a throne, and yes. whoever wins that throne, I guess, is the winner. Right? Of what of the game of the throne? They get the throne. The game of thrones. And I'm gonna sound a little ignorant, a ignorant bit. about it. Uh, yeah. See, just like that. That <laughs> whole plot doesn't. It doesn't again. It's like fantasy politics. Two right? and a half seasons. I tried, and I was just like, I don't care about any yeah. character in the show yet yeah and i apologize for any of our listeners who are like I screaming don't their, apologize they're no, screaming at them saying that we're idiots yeah we are idiots that's why we have a podcast yeah Duh. yeah that's like, why we're not watching game of thrones it. right now <laughs> we're watching the raptors game right now actually um, then yeah. but yeah like honestly like with game of thrones ending tonight i hope we I hope, hope it fails <laughs> i hope y'all are satisfied you're all satisfied. like petitioning at the end of tomorrow morning <laughs> Like uh, re, re, I hope someone actually does like a be kind rewind and swedes the whole season eight. <laughs> like someone reshoots it themselves. This a, I'm sure. I'm sure we have stuff like that as yeah. well. Yeah, you know? like I've one one guy in the Yukon well. just reshooting the whole show. Yeah, there's like I'm gonna do. I'm gonna take care of myself. Yeah, I'm like okay, I'll take I'll sure. take care of it. Um, but yeah, yeah. We, hope, we hope it ends well for you. I hope it ends well. Yeah, I hope, hope y'all are happy about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys have a million spinoffs coming your way too, so don't worry. You're yeah. not going to be without it for long. HBO is going to be making its money, so yep. it doesn't matter. All right. All right. Speaking of HBO. Yes. Taika Watiti. <laughs> <laughs> he has nothing to do with HBO. I just thought I'd throw that in there. Uh, Jojo. His... He doesn't even have an HB or an O in his name. You're right. He doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> but... His 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 movie Tell us, his yeah. anti hate satire uh, called Jojo Rabbit. There it is. Has an O in it because it's called Jojo. Okay, gotcha. Thank you. Thank <laughs> so uh, this is coming from Vinnie Mancuso uh, of Collider. So Taika, do you know him, Anthony? 
No. Okay. Uh, he sounds Italian though. He does. Right? Is hey, Vinny. Man- is Mancuso a? Uh... It could be a lot of things, but yeah, it could be. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for the vague answer. It could be a lot of things. I mean, I don't know. Like, it might be. It might not be. That might have been the most know? Italian answer Andy's ever given me. Like, oh, I don't know. Maybe, maybe he fell down the stairs. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Can't I don't know. Nothing. There ain't no way to say it. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> uh, Taika Waititi is back with an anti-hate satire called Jojo Rabbit, which just officially landed a release date of October 18th. This not only sets the film up for a potential award season run, but it also makes it highly likely it'll screen at the 2019 Toronto International Film Festival, which runs from September 5th, 5th to 15th. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, cool. Thanks, man. Thanks, thank you for that. <laughs> and those are my words for for this part of the news. No, but did you guys see that? So Scarlett Johansson is in this, and Taika yeah. is actually in it as well too. And he actually he plays he plays Hitler. Yeah, he plays Hitler. So again, a very fine line balancing act here. But I'm really excited. I think Taika uh, is hilarious, and I think he's going to do something really he special. He is with so this. funny to me. I mean, like I, I love watching. What we do in the shadows on TV. Yep. I loved the movie and uh, Hunter for the Wilder People. Fantastic Plus him, movie. him playing Korg in the Marvel films, just great. <laughs> Please connect to the Wi-Fi. Yeah, peace, peace in the top. Uh, but yeah, he's he's great, and I, I, I'm totally down for whatever he does next. So let's let's just see. Let's see. Yeah, yeah. So this this should be this should be good. It, it was, again busy week with all the news that we got in. Yeah. We had obviously the biggest one was Robert Pattinson. I think so. Uh, Box office. How do we do this week? Anthony, say it, Anthony. Say it, Anthony. John Wick. Yeah. Killed yeah. the Avengers. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> it took. Of course, if, if it there took was anybody, John Wick. If there was anybody to take down the Avengers, I'm glad it was John Wick. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it's op- opening Fif- around fifty-five to sixty 50, million yeah, this yeah. this weekend. Fifty-seven, I think, is the estimate. Awesome. Right now. Yeah. That's great. That's that's fantastic. And when you look at what the second John Wick made, it made only around thirty. Yeah. So it's like doubling every time. This is fantastic. Yeah. So yeah. the a- average theater intake right now is about fourteen thousand. Uh, I think per theater or per showing. Um, when we look at it's week one, obviously for the movie, yeah. uh, Avengers Endgame drops down to second. With the which is S- still like wow because yeah. I mean technically it's its fourth week now yeah uh, at twenty nine million and Detective Pikachu sitting at about twenty four million yeah, okay good um, healthy box office say eh? mm-hmm. yeah we totally forgot to watch this movie but a dog's journey oh comes yeah, in at yeah, yeah fourth yeah, yeah. with about just eight million all right sure yeah yeah. <laughs> should we uh, shall we talk about John Wick now or do you want to save that for what we're watching I don't even want to talk about it oh okay no I'm just kidding we'll, we we will talk about John Wick when okay. we get to our uh, what, you know, we've what, been what we're watching. Yeah. But let's talk about some trailers. So we got a lot of good trailers yeah. this week. Maleficent, Mistress of People. Now this week got pushed up, what, almost a year? Almost, yeah, about eight months it got pushed eight up. Eight months. So this, to October now it's coming out. Yeah, so the trailer came out. Um, it was a pretty cool trailer. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it didn't look as CGI rubbery as like the first movie did. Right. So like again, like I'm not super interested. I watched the first one and I'm like, hey, this was actually okay. Like it yeah, wasn't bad. It was a great Disney movie. It was, yeah. a, I would say, an original Disney movie yeah. in a sense because you only know Maleficent from uh, Sleeping Beauty. Sleeping Beauty, right? So you don't know the. There's no backstory. This is not a remake of anything. So right. it was a great original story for this character. Yeah, and it's nice to see Angelina Jolie back in the role, yeah. and uh, we got Michelle Pfeiffer in it, and we got uh, Elle Fanning in it as well too. So yeah, yeah. Now you guys, since you guys have seen the original, do you think we needed a sequel? 
Um, <laughs> that's gonna that's be your no. answer. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds like a no. I didn't know a sequel was happening until they moved it up. Eight that's months. All, I was like, oh I was wow. Like, oh, I'm like, I didn't know they shot like this already. Yeah, they filmed out. it like so quickly. Yeah. Um, no, I didn't think this deserved it or needed a sequel, but it made a lot of money. So I guess Disney was like, maybe people want to see it again. Let's do yeah. it. I just, I just find like with that style of Disney live action, it kind of reminds me a lot of like the Tim Burton esque look to it yeah. you know what I'm saying like the Alice in Wonderland yeah. type thing yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah definitely uh, we also got another trailer for The Mountain what was The Mountain again I'm trying to think what that trailer was I don't remember it either oh, actually oh I don't know I didn't see it The Mountain The no. Mountain The Mountain The Mountain we're going to put one fake trailer in this list every week <laughs> and then you guys have to tell us which one so is not real so we'll have a trailer that we didn't see in our list and we'll just <laughs> saying the name over and over again yeah. we get so the mountain uh, we'll find out what the mountain is later uh, we have what if coming on Netflix oh I saw this trailer this morning awful looks awful? so bad yeah it looks like a it's a TV soap opera type of um, show uh, I'm gonna on Netflix yeah I'm gonna skip it then and Renee Zellweger is in it which is surprising because I thought she's like, having a weird comeback right now Not yeah comeback, she's, but like she's just doing movies and stuff yeah, now and they're, and they're, what was she doing for a while I don't know She's doing Judy Greer and she's doing What If and Did you say Judy Greer? <laughs> Judy Greer? Judy Garland? Judy, Judy Dench? <laughs> Judy oh Greer. God. Judy Dench? She's playing she's Judy Dench. Playing Dame Judy Dench. Uh, my apologies. Judy Greer. <laughs> like, Judy Greer is uh, the blonde one from uh, Oh, yeah, on yeah. And she's uh, Jurassic, Jurassic World and Judy Garland, Ant Man. Yeah. I just I had had the G there and I'm like yeah I'm oh my god Judy. yeah she's playing, she's, she's playing Judy Greer yeah. <laughs> she's playing a younger Judy yeah, Greer. sorry the mountain is the trailer it's the it's a, with Jeff Goldblum oh, oh yeah, yeah we watched this trailer you yes yes, yes yeah did I send you I sent it you sent I it didn't the chat. send you this chat I didn't send you nothing whoa, <laughs> oh whoa, whoa, whoa. what allegedly allegedly <laughs> Vinny Mancuso <laughs> sent it to me did I send this to you you did I feel like you posted it in our dude I feel like you posted it and you mentioned it maybe one maybe I did. <laughs> I love how fast I did watch turns. it I did watch it yeah, yeah this, this is this is what Jeff this reminds me of um, uh, what's and Ty the, Sheridan uh, what's his name the the Greek um, director oh Mykonos <laughs> uh, the guy who did the 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 movie yeah Anthony sent it right here <laughs> the mountain Jeff I'm Roman so and happy Ty that Anthony sent this weird <laughs> I'm looking at this chat right now and it says Anthony and he said hey guys uh, when I send this trailer and I forget about it in the movie podcast <laughs> I'm so happy oh, make man. sure to make fun of me yeah. yes anyway so there was that, that trailer I couldn't finish it because it was so weird it was very bizarre yeah. it made me uncomfortable it reminded, yeah it reminded me like I had that look of like the killing of the sacred deer yeah that type. guy what's yeah this, that guy what's the director's name I'm not too sure the lobster but, uh, guy and the lobster guy yeah <laughs> Oh man, we're gonna get on that. But what else? What other trailers this. we got? We have oh, Yor- Yorgos Lanthimos. Is it the same director? Wow. No, okay. but it reminded me of this guy's. <laughs> oh, reminded you of Yorgos? This, eh? this weird, eerie, like just storytelling. It looks, it looks like a TIFF movie for sure. Yes, it's an art house, you know, type of movie for yeah. sure. This is directed by a guy named Rick Alverson. Oh, very close. And though. Rick, Al- wow, he looks like. Oh my god, he looks like Charles Manson, this guy. Oh my god. Oh, it's no. a scary looking dude. Kind of looks like um like a serial killer from the 60s. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Wait a second. Which is what I was saying. Speaking of scary things though, uh Midsummer? Summer? Midsummer. That's how they say it in Sweden. Midsummer. Yeah, so, so that trailer gave me the exact same vibe I got when I watched Hereditary. No thanks. Same director. 
I'm probably gonna see it because my girlfriend loves horror movies and she loved and we actually I I think now that I've had a year to think about Hereditary, right? I really liked that film, right? It just it really messed with me at the same time. Do you want to watch it again though? Hereditary, yeah. It's been a year now. I will watch it again. If anybody right. when it wants to watch it, I will watch it with them. Enjoy, man. Well, yeah, Daniel doesn't like scary I movies. I don't. I like. It's not scary though. I don't, like, I don't. I like. I don't mind scary movies. I don't like movies like Hereditary where it's just dread. Like I don't. I don't like that feeling um, of dread. That just that that dread. Like just this. Like ah, oh, this bums me out. It didn't. It didn't bum me out. Yeah. yeah no, it didn't bum it. me I out. It. Like, but it's like this is gonna ruin your day. It didn't ruin my day either. Did it? I, you have a <laughs> no. year. I remember a year ago saying you just drove home well, miserable. I was, I was no. I was very like, whoa, what the hell did I just watch? Yeah. But it was one of those things where like it like infected. It, it lingered my, with you. It right? infected yeah, my mind. It didn't upset. Like to me, like when I think about what ruins my day, it's like Black Mirror because I'm like, oh my god, that's real. Like right. that could happen. Hereditary was not like it was nowhere. It's so fantasy that you're just kind of like. Right. Whole, it was more like, what the hell did I just watch? Yeah, and I kept mm. thinking about it. Yeah, but like things like with like possession and like stuff I haven't like even, that. I haven't, not, I haven't not watched that. I've only watched maybe half of it. Right. I got yeah. the, the ending is really. Or did you get to the, at least the car scene? Yes, I did yeah, get to that, that car that scene. Scene will that's, mess with you. That, right? that is messed up. Yeah. Right. That, like, and that's that like I'm so messed up. Like and that like I don't. But it was so well done. Yeah. Yeah. That that scene to me, me was me, filmmaking at its finest. I was watching with Mel and she was like. What the hell just yeah. happened? Rewind that. Oh, oh God. I would I rewound no, no, it like I a couple never, of times. I would oh, never God. rewind that scene. I rewound let's, it. Let's loop this. Yeah, so he's better at it than me. Then yeah. you should watch it with him. Yeah, maybe. Uh, maybe. But, but yeah, I'm gonna watch his Midsummer. Yeah, this, this one. Look, this one looked more interesting. Story to me of um, a, a group of um, friends that go to Sweden mm-hmm. for a festival, and this that was festi- her first problem. The festival is somewhat. It's like a super culty looking festival. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it leads to some weird. And it's a, it's, a, it's a girl from uh, Fighting with My Family, Florence Pug. Oh wow! Or Pug. 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 Yeah, I'm really interested. Yeah, watches. this one looks more interesting. It's also it's it's scary seeing like a, a like a horror movie in daylight. You know what I mean? Because it's yes. not like at night, so it's like it looks interesting. <laughs> I think that makes me more uncomfortable. Yeah. Uh, we also got the season what five uh, trailer for Black Mirror. Yep. Ooh, I'm interested in this one too. Yeah, see, this this stuff I can't watch. I've I've only wa- I probably watched about four or five episodes of Black Mirror. Yeah, and like I, I like what I like about the show is you could kind of just jump in with any episode. Yeah. It's Twilight Zone. It's Twilight. It's yeah. literally Twilight it's just, Zone for Netflix. But it's Twilight Zone that's like darker and depressing. Yes. Yeah. Yes, Twi- yes, yes. Twilight Zone at least is kind of like oh, more okay. entertaining. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's like it is writing behind it. Right. But it's very it's creative writing. Like oh, this for is sure. original doubt, content yeah. that is missing from theaters. Like I would oh, love I to see this. These types of stories in a movie. I agree. Um, this, and it's, but it's nice that season, Netflix bought, like has it continuing on yes. now, right? Yeah. Um, I think this season has Anthony Mackie in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Miley Cyrus is Palm in it. Palm Clementoff. Yes. And and it's nice. Uh, I don't know who that is. Uh, she's Clementine. She Mantis. Yeah, Man- Mantis from uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh yes. Yeah. No. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> she's from Vancouver, I believe. No, she's Canadian. No, she's no, French. She's I think she's not. Anthony's just like she's I'm French? just gonna. It, well, yeah, she's French. Yeah, her name is Palm. Palm. Palm Clement. It's like a damn apple. Yeah. That's, that was Anthony's nice. Pause, googling yeah. it right now. Uh, Batwoman by Ruby Rose. On yeah, the CW. The, on the CW. Yeah. So we got that trailer. It was, very, it was a very like short. It was literally just like almost like the the. The opening of the show, <laughs> just like yeah. her with the cape flowing and like the red. But they had another stuff. trailer come out, I think, as well. Uh, they had a clip, yeah, oh, a clip. clip of the that's first it. Episode, yes. Yeah. Uh, then we got the animated trailer for Batman Hush. 
which I really enjoyed the love the graphic novel. The graphic novel, yeah. Uh, I just wish it had more of the Jim Lee, art who was style. the art artist of that. It's such an iconic <laughs> it's a Batman very iconic artist art style. Um, oh, yeah, she's from Quebec. <laughs> Is she? Yeah, she's, she's from, from Quebec. Quebec. Palm? Yeah. Oh, oh wow. So, oh, so oh, okay. I, we were kind of correct when yeah. we said French. Right. And I was kind of correct. So said, we're all right here. What did you say? Vancouver. You were the farthest think, possible away. I she was think, a Canadian. She was Canadian. She's I think Canada. collectively she we all made her. We're all winners origin. today, guys. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah. So Batman Hush, I wish it looked a little bit more like the art style it was yeah. adapting from. Yes. I lose. Um, I lost. Yeah. You lost interest in it. Yeah. Because um, of the art style. But I hope. I hope it's good because again, one of my favorite graphic novels of Batman. I hope it delivers. Yeah. Uh, we got Angel Has Fallen, which this trailer to me. <laughs> When we get to trailer of the week, I'm gonna say this is my trailer of the week, but not for the reason that it was a good trailer, but because what the hell, man! This president just keeps getting assassinated like, it, over and over again. Did you watch the trailer? Yes, I did. It was so stupid. Yeah, it, it made dumb. me angry watching this trailer. So this is the third entry into this Gerard, uh, Gerard Butler series. series. So we have Olympus Has Fallen, which is actually I enjoy that movie. You're about to say loved, eh? No, no, I said I like. I was going to say liked, oh. but I actually said no. I'm going to say I enjoyed it. Okay. Uh, is it a good movie? No, it's a silly movie, but right. it, it's a it's a fun watch. Right. Uh, the next one was London Has Fallen, mm-hmm. which was just. No, it was awful. Mm-hmm. And now it's Angel has fallen. So now that's him who has fallen from grace. He's a fallen angel. He's, He's a fallen, fallen angel. angel. There's, a, there's a scene in the trailer uh, that she's sitting on the uh, in the couch waiting for a phone call, I guess. And the phone rings and it's just like, you have a collect call from. And then it's Gerard Butler like yelling into the phone, Mike! <laughs> and I was like, why is that scene in the trailer? In the trailer. Yeah. And it was so, It was. I don't think it was meant to be funny, but I laughed so hard. Yeah. I was like, I can't take I this mean, seriously. Gerard Butler at this point is just doing, <laughs> yeah, it's just doing anything. Same, same with Morgan Freeman. They're just doing anything at this point, I feel like. Morgan Freeman has no lines in the trailer either, no. I think. He's I think, just kind of like, oh. he literally looked, Morgan Freeman looked dead, and he was, they were just carrying his corpse around. <laughs> it was like Weekend at Bernie. He was just like carrying him around. Yeah. And they're like Morgan, react. Like, these movies, I feel, like it's it's interesting too that like you when you if you watch this trailer because definitely watch it. Uh, it looks so like all the backgrounds look like they shot this whole movie on green screen. Oh my god! It's like they couldn't afford to go to an actual no. Location. So <laughs> let's, they couldn't afford a lake. They just uh, let's actually just uh, shoot this all on the green screen and we'll decide afterwards where it's happening. Yeah. yeah. It's just, uh, I guess they see the check and yeah, let's do it. Why not? But yeah. Gerard Butler, like, he's what is he doing lately? Nothing, nothing, this. nothing. He's he does a bunch of these. He like, has not weird, done anything. He does like a bunch of these weird like anything European good since movies. Three hundred though. Anything good since three hundred? Are you I, telling I, me I the didn't, ugly truth wasn't a good movie? I didn't like Law Abiding Citizen. I didn't like it either. That's another one that I felt like was unnecessarily. It like, was dark. too violent, yeah. and it was just like, why this movie doesn't call for it? But he, I guess he brings in money. But does he's, he though? I don't. Well, I mean, the budgets for these these movies are like ten dollars, so they're yeah, going to make make some they're money. Definitely low budget films. Gerard Butler is a is a funny. He's a funny actor. Like he, yeah, he just, he, yes, he, he has comedic chops and he's, yes. he has dramatic chop, chops as yeah. well too. Yeah, I, I just think that he no, lamb chops too. <laughs> lamb chops. I, I just think that he doesn't have good choices in his movies. No, I, I feel like Hollywood was really trying to push him in like two thousand seven, two thousand eight. And then he just kind of started taking... He could have done so well after 300, yeah. but then he just started what saying was that, yes to everything. the Egyptian god one that he did too? Is it, wasn't it God Gods of Egypt? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, it's, I, I Christian Bale, words. right? Christian Bale. No, no, no. no. Um, you're thinking of... No, you're thinking oh. of um, the Moses one. Yeah, which was called something. I'll find out. Wait. Exodus. Exodus. Yeah. Gods of Egypt. 
Were, yeah, but wasn't he in that one? No. Gods. Gods uh, of Egypt is the one with Chadwick Boseman in it and Gerard yeah, Butler. Yeah, so, so so Exodus, Gods and Kings. Gods and Kings. Which is directed by Ridley Scott, Ridley right? Scott, yeah, yeah, Ridley Scott. And then there's Gods of Egypt, which starred the guy from Game of Thrones. And it starred uh, Gerard Butler. And Chadwick Boseman. And Chadwick Boseman. Yeah. And uh, a couple of people that we yeah. don't really... Oh, yeah, the, the girl from Daredevil, too. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Awful, awful movies. Yeah. yeah. Poor Gerard. Poor Gerard Butler. Yeah, pick your... Um, pick your roles, man. Pick, pick your roles. roles, man. Yeah. And then we got the final trailer this week is Always Be My Maybe. Did you guys watch this trailer? Yeah, I did. What do you think? Our boys in it. Our bo- yeah, like what a surprise. Uh... I didn't see this trailer. Okay, so basically, so basically this movie stars... Um, Ali Wong. Ali Wong. And, and it's Randall like, Park. And Randall Park. And like they're like previous flames from like when they were like kids. Childhood sweethearts. Childhood sweethearts, right? Know? And she's now become a super successful like... Oprah level of like a cooking show. Oh, okay. Like uh, a co- Rachel like, Ray. Yeah, she's like it was a cooking show she had, right? I don't remember, but I think so. Uh, and basically, she's moving into a new house, and she kind of gets rekindled with Randall Park's character, and it's about them kind of just like rediscovering their love for each other, all mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. This movie's coming to Netflix actually next week. Yeah. Um, and literally at the end of the trailer. She's like, oh, there's my ex, and it's Keanu. no, it's the guy she's dating. Oh, it's the guy she's dating. Yeah. Oh no, because he's like, I miss those thighs. Yeah, and she's like, oh, this is the guy that I'm seeing right oh, now. Oh, okay, I got you. Because remember, because Randall Park is finally trying to rekindle this flame with this right. girl because they hooked up at one point. Right. And then I think he's trying to make the move, but she's like, oh, because I'm single now, I'm just gonna start dating. So right. she starts dating, and Keanu Reeves comes yeah. in the frame, and he's like, hey, I miss those thighs, and they just start like making out at the end of the trailer, and Randall Park's just like. What the hell? Is, it, is say, Keanu Reeves playing Keanu Reeves? It's Keanu Reeves playing Keanu Reeves. Oh, wow. Okay, Keanu cool. Reeves, I feel though. like he has to because like, she's famous, right? And like he he had that like WTF expression to it. So I'm assuming he's playing himself in it. Yeah, he's not credited as anything yet. So he could be playing Keanu Reeves. I hope so, man. Because yeah. if he's playing like a, a crazy version of Keanu, I'm so here for it, I'm man. very here for it too then. Yeah. yeah. I got to watch this trailer. Yeah, it's, uh, it's Isn't great. There another trailer? One more trailer? Is there a secret trailer that you're not telling yeah, us about? Did we talk about Batwoman? Yeah, we did. We did. Yeah, I think you went, you left. That oh, time. <laughs> <laughs> my bad. Do you, do you have any thoughts on Batwoman though? What's your What's your trailer of the week? Batwoman. Oh, really? Batwoman. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I really liked it. Yeah, I really liked really cool. the trailer. Cool. I'm not a big fan of Ruby Rose. Right. But the whole. Then did you love her in John Wick too? No, I hated her. <laughs> her whole like muted. This. Sign language character. Yeah, yeah, it didn't. Yeah, and she wasn't really tough. No, I, I don't think we got to see her do it. Yeah, like movie, I, right? I thought she was gonna be like the villain, but she yeah. wasn't. Uh, but no, I thought I thought this trailer was great. I, yeah, I that think I think she'll great. do great. I think yeah. she'll do well. Let's I think see, see what happens. I mean, yeah. her costume was really cool. Yeah, her it's, it's super cool. spot it's on. It's Batman Beyond ish. Yeah, and I like very that. comic accurate. Very comic accurate. Uh, Shay, how about you? What was your trailer of the week? I told you it was Angel Has Fallen, just because the fact that it was. Just it made me. I, I think it was my trailer of the week because it's one of my favorite comedies, and I'm looking forward to. I got you. Uh, my trailer of the week is, of course, The Mountain, because Anthony didn't realize that he's only posted. <laughs> <laughs> no, my trailer of the week, in all honesty, I actually really liked Always Be My uh, maybe? maybe. Yeah, that's the name. Always of the week. be. My and, baby. I, and I like that. It's like I, I like that we're in this place right now with Netflix and like streaming services, where it's like I had no idea this movie existed three days ago and now it's coming next week yeah. yeah and i could watch it sure yeah i think it'll be a good time yeah cool. out this week we got a lot of lot of interesting films coming out this week the biggest one this week which i'm really curious to see how it's gonna do yep aladdin aladdin aladdin, aladdin. 
Aladdin is coming out this week. Now, this movie, I feel like, has just been controversial. And, I mean, again, when I when I talk about Aladdin, I love the anime. It's one of my favorite Disney movies of all time. One of your favorite movies of all time. One right? of my favorite movies of all time. And when I look at this trailer or look at this film so far, it's just not connecting with me yet. Yeah. I think, and, the, I think the biggest thing that, like, we've been discussing through all, all of our trailer breakdowns of this, our, our trailer reactions of this, and even on the shows that... This movie looks very like it's made on a set. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't feel like there's a world there. There's no just, Agrabah here. It's you know it just feels very just close. It feels very small. Do you think um, Will Smith hiring Will Smith as a genie ruined this movie? No, no. I and I I think because of, I watched a scene with I watched a scene I watched the the, the Prince Ali song Prince Ali song yeah. and I just I like Will Smith is. Like, just, he's just trashing it. He's he's Will he, Smith. In he's it. just Will Smith. Yeah. And it's just like you we you could have done better. You could have and you didn't. The only thing is they didn't need Will Smith to play the genie. They could have got someone to play a genie. I, I feel like they just wanted to go with a big personality. But they got a biggest the biggest name in Hollywood to play the genie. And all these these two characters, Aladdin and Jasmine, yeah. are nobody. So right. everyone see you can even see the the way they do the their ads. He's in the middle. Yeah, he's he's, he's like the main to actor, it, right? And it just sucks. Who, do you have? And another... I feel like I don't even want to watch it because, and I'm not. I don't hate Will Smith. No, I course. love Will Smith. I yeah. just it's not. That's not the character I need. It doesn't feel like he's playing a, a, a character like Robert Williams. When he played the genie. He felt like he was playing the genie, and I I, I hate to compare, but it just feels like Will Smith is playing, playing Will Smith. Smith. Right? Yeah, but my again, my Robert issue Will, is yeah. not even that. My issue is not even Will Smith. My issue is I don't think Guy Ritchie should have handled this film. Yeah. Again, like when you say it's Guy Ritchie, I'm just like, oh, that's. I don't think it's Guy Ritchie's fault. No, I just, I just, it's just a weird choice. I, I don't think it's anyone's energy. fault. Yeah, because we haven't seen it. Yeah. To be, to- I'm gonna be totally honest. We don't know yet. And we don't when know. We, right? When we do watch this from Thursday, Batman, right? I'm trying to go in as open-minded as possible. Yeah. And if I walk out loving it, then huge win for me. And yeah. if I walk out not liking it, we'll tell us. We'll tell you guys why. You know what I mean? We, we. This doesn't take anything away from the original movie. We're no. always going to have the animated movie. We don't have to worry about like like Beauty and the Beast. Like I adore the original Beauty and the Beast animated movie. I didn't like the live action one that, that much, right? Yeah. There were some cool moments in it, but it kind of felt like the same thing of it's like this feels like it's all on CG and green screen and I don't I hated the look of the beast and mm. I think Emma Watson, I love her as an actress, but I don't think she was the right choice for she, Belle. No. Mm-hmm. And she sang I think she looked like, too, like, she looked like a good Belle. Like she did, but looked. just whenever she sang, I was just like again, we're gonna talk about people who sing in their own movies soon. Uh, with Rockin' Man. Oh. Uh, listen, <laughs> like, man, wait. stay on track. I'm you, like, okay? is that the subject of this week? I don't remember this. <laughs> no, but like, I remember from when she first started singing um, uh, whatever the first song is in Beauty and the Beast, where she's like, bonjour, bonjour. Like that yeah, one. Yeah, it's called uh, My Name is Belle. B E L L E. Is that. Like, and then you hear it, and I'm like, oh, it's very auto tuning And I just feel like Will Smith as Genie is just going to be like his, ha ha ha, Will Smith, ha 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 ha. You know what I mean? That's my what? That's how he raps, you know. Like, haha. I, oh, was that for Millennium or Willennium? Sorry, Willennium. Willennium. You know yeah. what I mean? I don't remember any of that. <laughs> Big Willie style. He, Big Willie style. You know, like he, he just like he does. He's just gonna have his like big. Ha. Like, okay. Ha-ha, okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's worse, man. Yeah, what was that? <laughs> um, yeah. We'll see. We'll see with Aladdin, right? I. I yeah. Again. Uh, yeah. 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 I don't know. We'll see if I go see it, right? Oh wow. We'll okay. see if you go see it. That's man. a riddle That's in itself. Deep. But we'll have a review on the this time with YouTube channel, of course, and. We'll be discussing it next week on next week's SWAT podcast yeah, as well, too. Exactly. Uh, Brightburn yes. is also coming out this week. I would, yeah. This movie looks really cool. Brightburn's, oh, man. I'm excited for it. I'm I really hope it's it. good, man. I really, I really hope, hope it's, it's good. good. 
All right, that's all we that's have for that. I want to see some <laughs> evil Superman happening. Yeah, I just I just love that the trailer too uses the Man of Steel font as well, and like, the shots too. The shots, like shots. I, it's really, it looks really scary, and I'm 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 here for. So it. I'm totally I, do you consider it. this like a a new like superhero horror type of film? Well, I they, like it. They're or do you call this now, like right? a superhero film? I call it a superhero horror film because yeah. they're trying to do that with the New Mutants whenever that comes out. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, that's also supposed to be rest like a in peace, rest yeah. in peace that film. As of right now, um, that's supposed to be also another superhero horror movie. Yeah. So yeah. let's let's see what happens. I'm you know? excited. Yeah, I'm Brightburn excited. looks I, great. I want to watch this. You want to watch this? Guys? We're going to watch yeah, it. We're going to watch, watch it. it right? Did you guys get tickets? No, no, no not yet. yet. Oh, okay, good. We'll talk about it after the podcast yeah. when Game of Thrones is on. We'll talk about it. <laughs> uh, Booksmart. What I like about this film Tell is me. that they copied the poster for Superbad. Did you see that? Oh really? Yeah, they did the exact same poster for Superbad, and that's obviously because Jonah Hill and his and sister, sister's in it. and like even the title. And I'll see if I can pull it up for you guys cool. to look at after. But looks really cool, directed by Olivia Wilde. I yeah, I, honestly, like this. Like I was watching an interview with her talking about this, and she's like, you know, she's like, she wants this to be like her John Hughes, Sixteen Candles, or Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Like she wants mm-hmm. this to be like that type of movie. And I love that we're getting more movies like that. I feel like are going to be almost like pinpoints in like time for so like in 10 years from now if a teenager watches it's like right that was their ferris bueller that was their 16 candles are pretty right. in pink we and what was the um what was the last edge of 17 edge of 17 was phenomenal yeah love Loved that it. you know even when you look at a movie like bumblebee like it incorporates a bit of things like that kings of summer is another one too that mm-hmm. i feel like there are these coming of age movies that i love that we're getting like modern ad- adaptations of them and i think books mark books mark Book smart is going to be one. It's an unplugged handles, Mike, because yeah. I don't know what he's I don't saying know. today. It's, it's just like some of these words are words are hard, guys. No. Words are hard. Words, words are hard. Words are hard. Words are hard. All right. We also got The Tomorrow Man. Yep. What's this one about? I'm not too sure. Okay. Let's, let's make up the plot of this one. Tomorrow um, Man. I think it's a man about tomorrow. Yeah, yeah let's, let's try to figure it out. So The Tomorrow Man, I believe, is about it's starring uh, Shailene Woodley, Gerard Butler, and uh, tomorrow, um, and Gene Hackman. Gene Hackman's retired from acting. I yeah, think. but he's coming back for this movie, and it's basically about a film where Shailene Woodley is playing a younger version of Gene Hackman, and <laughs> she, yes, she needs to find out what happens tomorrow. Yeah, man, but she needs to find out <laughs> tomorrow, comma man. But she needs to find out yesterday. Okay, okay. And then the whole film is told in reverse. <laughs> yep. But halfway through the film, it starts playing from the beginning. Okay. Do you want me to tell you what this movie's really about? <laughs> Please. <laughs> so this movie stars John Lithgow. No. <laughs> <laughs> so close. And it's based, It's about a man preparing for the apocalypse, and he meets and falls in love with a woman. That's pretty much what I said. Who is a shopaholic. Oh, that part I didn't get, no. though. <laughs> Shailene Woodley could be a shopaholic. You know, I mean, she, could, she could be in it. She so who else is in it. Daniel? Uh, is Gene Hackman Blythe anywhere Banner, in it? Derek oh, okay. Cecil. Not a lot of people I know. Yeah, I don't know. But John Lithgow is the biggest yep. name on this. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. How about the Poison Rose? Let's, let's, yeah, let's, what are your thoughts on the Poison the Rose? The Poison Rose, What's Anthony, your, what's your plot you. for that? Oh, so there's this rose. Okay. And someone picks it up. And yes. nicks their hand. Yep. Okay. And um, poison gets into their skin. Okay. And becomes a zombie. Oh, wow. And then this rose goes on an adventure. The rose now goes on the yes, adventure. Yes, because the rose is now on the floor. Someone else picks it up. Right. Oh, oh, it's like contagion. Yeah. And then what will happen is um, there's this one guy who picks up the rose but doesn't get nicked. 
puts He's it in. He's impervious to it. Yes. Okay. And the rose is pissed. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he he realizes the rose has set up all these people. Yeah. Okay. To kill or to become zombies, and he has to kill them. And who okay. is the starring? Uh, Keanu Reeves. <laughs> Who else is in it? Keanu Reeves. Oh, He's wow. He's playing the role. It's like, <laughs> Keanu uh, Reeves. It's Keanu like Reeves. Eddie Murphy yeah. in Nutty Professor. Nutty Professor, yes. Yeah. He plays all the so characters. Keanu Reeves is playing the Rose and the... Oh, wow. It's just a Keanu Reeves film. So shall I tell you guys what this movie is really about? <laughs> Please. And we'll, this should be a, continu- a rotating I like, segment. I right? like this segment of trying to figure out what like a trailer it. or a movie is. All right. <laughs> so The Poison Rose is a thriller mystery movie coming out this year. <laughs> the synopsis of it is a heart drinking detective attempts to discover the truth behind the murder of a college quarterback starring John Travolta, Morgan Freeman, Brendan Fraser, Cat Graham, and uh, I forget her name, the who played um, Jean Grey in the... Femme K. Jensen? That's the one. And in Ooh. Taken, she's in it as well. It's actually not bad of a cast. This sounds like it's going to be in the Walmart bargain bin, to be honest. Yeah. When you see the poster of it... My like, gosh! <laughs> it's literally just John Travolta and Morgan Freeman. Look like they were photoshopped from other movies. I think Morgan Freeman thought he was on set for Angel has Fallen. Yeah, he, I think he shot these at the same time. Yeah. 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 So that's a movie so coming out So that's The well. Poison Rose. That, that was, uh, that um, was I think my movie is better than I that movie. I think your movie is I better. Wanna see, I, I want to see, see both that. of your movies, Thank actually. You. I want to see both. Shailene Woodley playing Chase sounds like something that's going to be opening up at like Tribeca Film Festival or something like that. Playing a young Gene Hackman. I like this. It's a very bold choice It's a very bold choice. What are we watching, guys? So, Anthony, what, what did you movies? watch? John Wick three, okay, Parabellum. Yes. So I was able to get, I get, I got to watch it with you guys. <laughs> I was about to say, who you were yeah. teaming that up? Like, yeah, I got to watch this uh, with my two friends, yeah. uh, Daniel and Shabazz. Man, if you guys love action, this movie has all the action. Listen, so, where, sometimes, sometimes, sometimes so much action, you're like, man, I can't even keep up with the action. Right. So where does it sit for you right now in the franchise? Uh, this it's number two. Yeah, so one, three, two. Yeah, that's the same. For I me. would say the same for me. Yeah. So let's let's get into it. I mean, let's talk about it. A let's jump bit. into it. Um. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, yeah, thanks, thanks for, for that, listening, Anthony. everyone. Um. What yeah. about you, Daniel? What, so what do you think? Of I I, I really like this movie a lot. Yeah. I'm, I'm same train of thought as Anthony here. This is my second favorite John Wick movie, just because I think the first one was such a perfectly contained story. Mm-hmm. What I think, what the my two biggest kind of gripes, I guess, with this movie is that. The action almost gets a little bit. It goes on for a little bit too long that it almost outstays its. It loses its impact a little bit. I think the the first half an hour of this movie is perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, the fight sequence with Halle Berry and then I guess the final fight sequence goes on a little too long for me. That it little it just it didn't have that impact because I felt like we were seeing some so many things repeated. Yeah. Um. It's like a it's like a button masher. You know. You, right. You're button mashing and. Hopefully you get something out of it. You know and what I mean? Yeah. It just becomes a repeated button mashing movie. Very, very. Rep- and when you when you're watching a, a movie that's got <clears throat> fight scenes in it, when you start to see the same fight sequence over and over again, you kind of start to lose the lust of it, and you go, "Okay, yeah. well, I've, I've seen it now. Like, now show me something a little different." Um, I think the first movie, John Wick One, did such a good job of showing you a short and quick fight sequence, and then moving on to that. You know, moving on right. from that. Um, but I mean, yeah, same here. Like, I I really liked it. I I think you can shave about ten minutes off the film. I think yep. easily you could do that. Yeah. yeah. But other than that, like, it's it's a kick-ass film, and yeah. Keanu Reeves. And what I loved about it is that Keanu Reeves playing John Wick is showing his age, quote unquote, in right. the film, 
but he's still so badass. Yeah. And like you can see why the whole the whole world and the lore they're creating loves John Wick yeah, or knows about so John Wick yeah. for him, right? Because he shows he's it. a myth. Yeah. yeah, he he deserves it. Like yeah. he's badass. Um also I think the second thing that I, I wish the movie didn't reveal as much is that they keep showing like the whole thing with John Wick is that there is this organization, the high table. I wish we didn't see so much of it because every time they were introducing like a new character into this movie, saying, "Oh, this is this is the high up person." Like one and, more up, one more. You know more what up, I mean? Yeah. Like those those people really didn't have too much of an impact on me. Mm-hmm. Where when it was just more focused on Keanu and like what he was dealing with, I I like that. You know, like yeah. kind of sh- like let us deal with it. Just don't don't always like show us everything, yeah. right? The the one thing I <clears throat> took away from this movie was Keanu didn't have. A lot of lines. Yeah, oh, not at all. You know, like <clears throat> his lines was his action, and I felt like I want to see him talk more. Oh yeah, like I want to see him. Like I want to deliver s- some lines. Deliver some lines and and kind of make this character or grow this character a bit. Right. Just because I only see him mad and like shooting someone and taking someone down. Right. And like, I feel like he never gets rest or takes a bath. Um, but <laughs> yeah. he never has yeah. lines. Everyone else has lines around him, but he's not. He he doesn't have a full conversation with right. someone. So John Wick one, two, and three. They're they're pretty much taking place within like a month. Yeah, John Wick. So there's there's a little bit a little bit more of a time gap between one and two. What's the, do we know? Like how big? I feel like it's not too. No, because at the drastic. end of at the end of one. Uh, he basically is like going back home. Yeah, and then two picks up with him getting his car back. Yeah, and three. But picks that dog up grew up, hour. eh? So that dog. The dog. Grew I want to say like a couple of months have passed. Yeah, it's probably a couple of months in the second between the first and first second. second. Two and, and three is an hour. Two and three is like in, within the hour they yeah. started, right? Uh, but I'm with you, Anthony. Yeah, I would love to hear him talk more, and I guess that's what they want to kind of have like the mystery and the myth behind Wick, but. Yeah, I would love to see him talk a little bit more. Yeah, he definitely like kept it quiet. Like he seemed more tired in this one, but I guess that's yeah, the character. Yeah, he talked more in this the part two of the movie. Oh uh, no, like in um, John Wick two yeah, chapter yeah. two. Yeah, he spoke a lot he more spoke... more dialogue in that yeah. one for him. Yeah. Um, a lot more gruesome deaths. My sure, yeah, we won't get into them, but right, in the beginning, yeah, a lot, a lot more gruesome. I, deaths. I will say though, the most the grossest thing for me in this movie wasn't even done by John Wick. It was something that happened around him with uh with a ballerina that just oh, that just yeah, literally yeah, made yeah. my yeah. Oh yeah. That yeah. made me literally oh, yeah. jump out of my That's very common with ballerinas. It is. I don't hang around many it, ballerinas. I hundred percent it is, you. but not something I ever want to see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know many ballerinas Involve, either. I'm just gonna say it involves a toenail. I think that's you kinda it. gave us what She it is. ripped her toenail off, guys. <laughs> It's oh just my. the way the camera focused on it too. Oh, I was like, oh, like what the hell? It's because it was gooey, right? When you oh, took it off, sound, and it was like a little bit the of the sound, the look. I was just like, they just kudos to the foley artist on that movie because they just yeah, she ripped off his toenail. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Put that speaker right next to <laughs> that mic. We got it. Okay, we got to do another one. No, <laughs> oh, the mic was off. <laughs> uh, what else did you watch? Um, I watched Wildlife. Okay, uh, stars um, Jake Gyllenhaal, Carrie Mullen. Carrie Mulligan, uh, directed by Paul Dano. It's a story about a family in the 60s um, living in Montana. Okay. And uh, Jake, Gyllenhaal, Jake Gyllenhaal's character loses his job and takes a job as a firefighter fighting a fire that's happening on the Canadian-American um, border. Cool. 
and he leaves his family and his wife um, becomes uh, almost she kind of loses it. She she she's dealing with like her husband leaving to go fight this fire that she right. he doesn't need to go fight. She should be supporting the family, and it, it all takes place with this fourteen year old who's witnessing the we'll say the self destruct of uh, a nuclear family. Oh wow! And he's dealing with his mother who's like clearly breaking down. His father who who's trying to figure out what he wants to do with his life. Wow. And himself, as a 14-year-old, just dealing with things that are happening around him. Oh, so a it's good a good old uh, family fun there. Yeah, it is a very, it, I would say Carrie Mulligan plays an amazing role. Is this, this is this a recent movie? Like, how recent is this film? I want to say 2018. Yeah. And you mentioned this was directed by Paul Dano? Paul Dano. The wow. guy, for those of you who don't know Paul Dano, is if you've seen Prisoners, he was the villain in Prisoners. Right. Um what else has Paul Dano done? He he's was done... in Love and Mercy as well, too, yeah. where he played um, one of the Beach Boys. Little in the Sunshine. Yeah. Yes, and he's also in um, There, Will, there be Will Be Blood. Blood. Yeah, you'll know if you I search. I love Paul Dano. Yeah, if you search Paul this Dano. Was his... He was also in Looper as well, too. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yes, Looper. This but was you his also directorial wrote this film? debut. So he wrote no. this film along with Zoe Kazan, okay. who was from the the F Word and from The Big right. Sick. Yeah, wow. I, I believe this story is an actual book. It's based off a book. Very cool. i got to check this out. This sounds like under the radar. Yeah, Carrie Mulligan. Snubbed it during the Academy Awards for her performance. She really? was phenomenal. Like as a mother, like you'll get you when you watch it, you you just you feel for her, but you also have this anger. Yeah. And it's like she just pulls a lot of emotion out of you oh, as wow. a viewer. Um and then Jake Gyllenhaal. Man, always, this is always the, delivered. This man. is the other this is I think there are two actors right now who deserve Academy Awards who have never gotten them. Yeah. And that is Joaquin Phoenix. And Jake Gyllenhaal. I Every th- character Jake Gyllenhaal <laughs> has done, he puts his like hundred percent. He's. Into but it. I think he's he's probably the biggest snubbed actor yeah. right now. Wyke uh, Phoenix is up there. I think Wyke Phoenix's time will come maybe with the Joker. Yeah, I have like this weird feeling that he's going to get it. Um, yeah, those two for sure. But yeah, Jake Gyllenhaal, phenomenal. Man. He should have won for Prisoners. Yeah, Jake like, Gyllenhaal. Yeah. <laughs> Man, such, well, he's, he's gonna such get, a great actor. Nightcrawler, just he's like nocturnal animals. Oh, even just, and the yeah. story is Always. so, and it's an original story. It's something that you probably have never seen before. Um, and I, you can experience Prince it on of Persia. You know, like you should. Oh, <laughs> that's <laughs> funny. The, uh, yeah, they were uh, both Joaquin and uh, John Hall were both in last year's uh, Sisters Brothers as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's on Netflix, so please oh, okay, watch good. it. Oh, that's how oh, I watched it. Add it to the list, oh, please. I'm sure, add to my queue. If you have wa- um, I actually watched this week. Oh, I, didn't, I, I didn't ask. Did we ask him yet? Oh, okay. Yeah, Shay didn't ask you. Yeah, I'm hosting the show. Do you remember if that? If Shay doesn't ask you, you, don't, you talk. don't tell us, okay? Vinny Mancuso said so. And Daniel's now taking a drink of his water. <laughs> okay, and Daniel, you can talk. Daniel, what did you watch this week? <laughs> uh, I actually watched the movie Long Shot. Okay. Thank yeah. You. So the movie Long Shot is starring Seth Rogen and Charlize Theron. And it's basically about, like, Charlize's character, she is a secretary of state who is going to be endorsed to be the next, to run for president in the next election in 2020. And uh, Seth Rogen is going to be, um, like, they knew each other because she actually used to babysit for him growing up. He's a writer for a newspaper, and she chooses him to kind of punch up her speeches for them. Speechwriter. Speechwriter. And they kind of start going along on their her campaign trail because she wants to pass this bill before she announces her candidacy as president. But, oh my God, this movie was like, it really surprised me of how like funny and heartfelt it was. And obviously with Seth Rogen, there are 
comedy that you expect. Obviously, he's a producer in the movie too, and I think he contributed to the screenplay as well. But uh, this movie really surprised me of just how well done it was, and it's a very relevant movie I think today with today's political climate as well. Uh, it's yeah, it was a great movie, really, really worth watching. And uh, just a humble brag, Charlize Theron actually liked my tweet about yeah, this movie. Yeah, I so. saw that. Just saying. Just saying. She, I think she, she wants you tweet. to be her tweet writer. She tweet wants, writer. She wants me to be her Seth Rogen. Yes. Mm. I'm qualified. I think I'm qualified for that. You've got the eyebrows. I got the eyebrows and I... The beard. And the yeah. beard. Yeah. And the face. And the face and the... The laugh. The, the laugh. <laughs> <laughs> How does he like he's goofy? Not, he's not like goofy. <laughs> he does have a goofy laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Was that, is, that, was, that, was, that, was that a good Seth Rogen level? Oh, man. I don't know. Okay, now every, everyone, everyone just literally hit end on the podcast. Yeah, they're like, they're like oh, wow. This? Can we, like, oh, uh, Seth Rogen laugh episode. I think people put like they put the podcast on and they put it to sleep at 15 minutes and then they just were like, nah, screw nah. this Once we've heard Anthony do that new sound, we out of here. We out of here. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, long, long shot is a it was a great movie. So if you get a chance, definitely watch it. What else did you watch, Daniel? We watched. Uh, well, I watched. Uh, what else did I watch? First Point Break, I think. Point Break, which we'll talk about <laughs> when we uh, get into Keanu. Okay, cool. Um, and Shane and Ashley. Shane uh, Yesterday, we drove down to Buffalo, which is about two hours from us. It's about an hour and a half. Yeah. About an hour and a half. Two. You know, with the border. You know. Okay, I'm sorry. I need I need them to know. Okay. And we actually caught an advanced screening of Rocket Man. Yeah. Rocket Man. Loved this movie. Yeah. I wasn't... So here's the thing. I'm a, I'm a fan of Elton John. When this movie was announced, I'm like, okay. Taron Egerton, sure. Uh, it was Tom Hardy for a little while. It was also supposed to be Justin Timberlake mm. for a little while. Justin Timberlake actually played Elton John in a music video back in... Oh, yeah. yeah 2001, 2002. I remember right. that. Um, uh, what was the song? I forget the song. It was an Elton John song. Uh, uh, we're going to get... Oh, uh, this, this train... Yes. The, the train, train don't stop, stop here. here. Something no like that. No more. No more. That's the one. Okay, I'll, I'll and he you. actually looks like Elton John in that yes. video, right? Yes, yes, yes. Um, yeah, this train don't stop here. But here yeah, Rocketman is a movie that... It just blew me away of how well done it was. Um, I think Shay too. Like, Shay not knowing as much about Elton John going the, into the, this, right? What I knew about Elton John was... I mean, I knew that he was a singer. I knew about him just kind of growing up in terms of like... The Lion King, really, right? Right. So songs like that, and then I then I realized like I heard other songs like the Candle song, Candle in the Wind, Candle in the Wind, yeah. and sing, songs like that. Tiny I Dancer, all yeah, Tiny Dancer. I, I heard like a lot of the big hits, but I just I guess I never invested that much time in Elton John. Um, but I knew I guess enough about him. But when I watched this film, it just totally blew me out of the water. It 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 was amazing. It was so well done, so well shot really fun and it just kept me so entertained and i just immediately on the drive home and then all day today i've been listening to elton john songs so it i think it did its job um i think what this movie like surprised me so much with too is that taron egerton actually sang sang all the songs they actually recorded pretty much elton john's all of his greatest hits and not only just did covers of them but almost what across the universe did for beatles music where they made it Part of the story where I think where a movie like Bohemian Rhapsody failed for me is that they tried so much like to shoehorn in Queen's greatest hits. Yeah. Where it started to become a movie about these songs just coming into play where Rocketman was 100% Elton's movie. Yeah. And they focus on that. And they leaned into the fantastic side. They leaned into the fantasy where, yes, it's breaking the laws of physics and reality with how the music is hitting people. But they really focus on how 
music is supposed to make people feel. And I think there there's a sequence in the movie that you see it in the trailer where the audience kind of starts to rise. Yeah. And like that just, that made me so emotional watching that. Cause like that literally is feeling music in that moment. Daniel right? was crying at his popcorn. I can confirm. Did and, you, did and, you, did you cry? No, no. I was just, I just felt overwhelmed at some points of how like well done it was. Yeah. That means you cried. Well, did they um, <laughs> did they show um, John? I was gonna say John Legend. They did show um, John Legend. Elton John. Um, like his like, did they they show him as he honest. was? Yeah. Were like they his, honest with his sexuality, yes. being a gay man, things like that. With Be, the, not even just with being a gay man, gay man but being like, drugs. Yes, the the, the depression, alcohol, depression. Yes. Yes, they didn't hold that. back. This was not Bohemian Rhapsody where they painted everybody as for some like Bohemian Rhapsody made the members of Queens seem like they've never touched drugs in their life yeah and they made Freddie look like somebody who like Freddie being like uh, a gay man recluse they, and they just like let's make him just have very sexually charged looks at men yeah to, like to, in, to insinuate that he what upset me about Bohemian Rhapsody is that yeah. they didn't acknowledge that he was gay enough like it, it was just kind of like oh yeah yeah he was gay but like that that's it yeah I, I, that's, that's all we'll say about it right in this movie it's it's very clear that, and what's interesting is that Elton John is still alive, so I'm sure he had input in it. Yeah, he was a producer on the movie. Exactly. Yeah. So he could have used. Like, if I'm watching this film, like my God, was it honest? Like and, and it, the it's not drugs. Like it, it doesn't paint him in a positive no, light. Not at all. At his early stage of the career. But right? it's also so honest and humbling to watch it yeah. because you're like, wow, you were super into drugs and alcohol. Yeah. You were a recluse. You were you were figuring out your sexuality. You got married to a woman. You did all these things and like, but at the end of the day, you still feel for the character because yeah, it's, it's honest and it's his journey. Yeah. Right. Like I with Bohemian Rhapsody, and again, we keep bringing up Bohemian because. The director who took over for Brian Singer after he was kicked off the project is um, the guy who did Rocket. What's Man. his name? Ruben Fletcher. Dexter, Dexter, Dexter Fletcher. Dexter Fletcher. I always make that mistake. Uh, it's the same director, mm. right? So there are some points in this movie where I'm like, oh, this is a little plot wise. Like at this very boiled down point, is like, oh, this is a little similar to Bohemian Rhapsody, but the way they handle it, this movie is much more of a musical mm-hmm. than it is a biopic, right? Yeah. And I like that they, if you're going to take liberties with facts and things like that make it so you could understand and embody who the character is yeah don't just turn it around to kind of make it like oh freddie's dying so let's do one last live aid concert you know what i mean yeah. which was what bohemian did which i really upset me as a fan of queen right yeah. uh, but rocket man honestly like it's coming out may 31st and i'm going to see it again yeah. easily i'm going to see it again because it's just phenomenal and it's i think it's easy to say that it's going to be my top 10 this year yeah i can say that too yeah cool yeah you want to check it out oh uh, yeah probably yeah, you should. What are you uh, watching, Shay? I want to ask. I you was going to ask myself. Yeah, <laughs> Shay, what are you watching? Oh, well, funny you ask. Thank you for asking. Uh, I ended up watching Burning because I remember you said you mentioned it. You watched it last time, and I know yeah. uh, Julian, who I don't know if he listens to the podcast, but if he does, uh, hey man, hey man, uh, we we finally I finally watched it, and uh, I have some thoughts on it. Yeah, I couldn't describe it. You Last time you couldn't, and I get why you couldn't describe it. Was, it's it. such a strange story, but yeah, maybe we can the, do this over again. This, this, it's it's <clears throat> a very thin plot. Yeah, the plot is very thin in terms of there's not much really to tell you other than it's about a man who, I guess, not rekindles, but like almost gets acquainted with a childhood friend, friend? or yeah. neighbor, and they they spend a night together, and then from there. I don't want to say he builds an obsession with her, but almost like how Steven most, Young? 
No, no, not Steven Yeun. Okay. Steven Yeun does not play. The... This is yeah. Steven Yeun doesn't come into the film until a little bit later. Okay. Um, but this 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 actor, he then this character then develops this. I don't want to say obsession, but almost this false reality of what he thinks he is with this girl, and it's it's very much a commentary on how guys are today where they go out they meet a girl or you know and they hook up with them and then it's always like oh am i in a relationship now like is this what's happened is she my girl when there's nothing that's i guess explicitly said about that like they just hook up and then kind of move on from there um but then she goes on a trip she comes back with steven yun and steven yun is this playboy billionaire type of like kind of character really like suave and he's kind of like got his own thing going on and she's like really attracted to him and he's kind of like oh am i just the friend that you hooked up with now even though we haven't talked in like 15 years and all of a sudden we hook up one night and now i'm this guy on your side like am i just driving you around in my friend zone like what's going on here no you're my girl like again it's it's not very clear but you're just kind of seeing it from his perspective and then the girl starts to, I guess, disappear or act weird. Mm-hmm. And then now he starts suspecting, like, oh, my God, is Steven Yeun doing this? But it's really just this unhealthy, I guess, obsession, obsession that over, he has with yeah. this girl. And the film, just when it ends, I'm not going to talk about the ending, but the ending is so... I felt it was very left field. Yeah. But it just kind of, like, took you for a bit of a turn you're like whoa like this was and i guess it's just about the toxic nature that that as as men can sometimes create these false realities in our heads about how we have relations with with women, women. so it's 500 days of summer no okay no, 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 <laughs> no, 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 summer was actually like this, about a relationship right <clears throat> so do you guys recommend people go out and watch this like who do you recommend mm. this movie to I think I think you could, I think if you're in, into if you're up for an a, original story again yes. right. something that's something that you've never seen before I think you should watch it. Did it's you, not heavy. I would say that it's, it's not a, heavy. You said it was a heavy burn. It's a long burn. It's a slow burn. It's a, it's a, it's slow, a slow burn. Hundred percent slow burn. But uh, it, it's never like oh my god this movie's weighing me down. Right. It's just that you kind of because you just kind of like what is happening? What's the plot about? And only until after the film's done do you really kind of. Get it? It's, it's an it's a very art house, very right? art house. Did you film. enjoy it though? Yeah, 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 yeah. I wouldn't watch it again. I wouldn't. Like, I, wouldn't I wouldn't like. Oh, I want to watch that movie again. Exactly right, right, right. because okay. there's nothing on it that kind of. I have to revisit. Sure. Yeah. There's something that I'm like. Oh, I, I need to like maybe check this scene out again. It was to me like there was a shot in the film, Anthony. I don't know if you remember the shot, but it's when um, he's climbing up a hill, and. Steven Young's character is like kind of looking out yeah. in the mountains. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought that was one of the most beautiful shots in the yeah. film. It's cinematography in this movie is unreal. Yeah. It's just made really well. Do you do you think uh, Steven Young's character, like, because people were saying that he was snubbed for an Oscar nomination last year. Do you, can you see oh, that? No, I don't see that. You no. don't, you don't no, no. see that? But no. do you guys remember that when that was happening last year? I don't Oscars? remember that. It's not, no, so. I didn't even know that. No. I don't okay. know that. But no, I don't think, like, no offense to him. I think he's a great actor and I think yeah. he did a great job, but... It wasn't to me like, oh wow, he got snubbed for this movie. Right. Like I didn't even know he was even in the idea of being nominated. Right. I would say, Daniel, you should watch it. Uh, sure. You 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 may find some enjoyment in it. Mostly, it to the queue. what you will like about it, I think, is just how visually it looks. Cool. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. Yeah. What else um, were you watching? I, I watched I watched Speed as well in yeah. honor of the Scan Reeves podcast, Whoa. and I watched a. Uh, 
I watched about maybe 45 minutes of Matrix Loaded, then I kind of got tired and I turned it off. All right. But really? You got tired? Oh, it was just 1230 yeah. <laughs> at it the, night? Was it the rave scene at like Midway, uh, where they had like, this I think, weird orgy? I think orgy Neo of... and uh, Trinity were just about to have sex. Uh, or or plugging themselves in. I don't know what they were doing. But let, let's get into it. Topic of the show, Keanu Reeves. Whoa. 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 Canadian icon. Canadian icon. Canadian icon. Daniel, what's, uh, give me the biography of Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves was born, and now he's here. And that's all you <laughs> need to know about Keanu. I know that he's like, uh, he's got some like Lebanese in him. And he has some Portuguese in him. He has. I don't know if he has any Portuguese he does. in him, though. He does. He told uh, me. I'm reading on here that he said that he hates ever being told that he has Portuguese in <laughs> <Wow>. him. <laughs> um, I know he was born in Lebanon. Yes. Yeah, he was born in Lebanon. But it, his father is Hawaiian? He's, uh, he's, he has some Chinese. His father too. is an American from Hawaii of yeah. Chinese, Hawaiian, English, Irish, and something called Portuguese yep. descent. Say it. You, you're like, <laughs> yeah, but, but like, Portuguese oh. is at the end, so it's that's probably... Like, <laughs> and actually, and if, if I hover over it on Wikipedia, it says added by Daniel B. Yeah, it's like Portuguese so, question? It's a question mark? It's actually it spelled, says need source. It, it, says, says, it needs a citation. It says, it says Portuguese, actually. So I think they spelled eh? it wrong. Yeah. yeah. And his mother is just English. Yes. Um, Good old English. I think, like, last week we were talking about that quote uh, that he said on Stephen Colbert that says about what happens when you die. And he's like, I know that the people who love us will miss us. Yeah, it's very... And I didn't I didn't pay... Keanu. Like, it was very Keanu and it was very just like, oh, that's very... Like, like it, it made me, like, it hit me in the heart. And then I didn't realize till afterwards that Keanu Reeves actually lost um, with his partner, his, I guess his partner, she had a stillborn. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And then the year later, she died. She in a passed car away. Crash. Yeah, Jennifer. Yeah. Jennifer Syme. Yeah. So and I was just like, when when I heard that, it just it just made me so much more like sad hearing that because like you don't yeah. really hear much about Keanu. You never hear anything bad about no. him. No. Right. They were married for just two years, yeah. and then she passed away. You know, and that's yeah. that's so sad. So like, I just I just Keanu's just always one of those guys that even when he. You could he's he's so forgiven whenever he does like random off bad movies like replicas or whatever he does because knock it's like, knock. Because people knock, knock, love yeah. him, right? He um, just he I, I think he just generally loves making movies that yeah. if someone says to him, Hey, we went man, you wanna make a movie called this, he's like, Yeah, sure, sounds, yeah, sounds good. Cool. Yeah. Anything to help you guys out. Yeah. Like he's not like He's so humble. He's not he's not yeah. like, Oh, it's gonna hurt my career. Yeah. He's like, because and ever since John Wick 3 has been coming out, I don't know if you've been seeing on Twitter, yeah. there's been so many of these... Keanu stories? Keanu stories yeah. going around, and I just love reading them every time I get a chance, because I believe them 100% yeah. that, like, he, like I think there was one about, like, a theater clerk that he I was getting the ticket, and then Keanu, like, I guess, realized that maybe he wanted an autograph, so he went and bought ice cream from the concession stand just so that he could get a receipt wrote on the receipt his name and gave it to the guy but then threw the ice cream because he yeah. didn't really want ice cream he just wanted to give That's the so guy a, love an it. autograph yeah. I love Keanu's it. the guy who would if you if there was a group or like a hundred people who wanted his picture or autograph you he's going to wait yeah. and do it for everyone in that group Yeah, he's that um, I think compassionate to right. his fans yeah. he's thankful for them right? he's thankful yeah, he's very thankful did you guys see uh, so he did an interview this week again for the John Wick press tour uh, where he was with puppies. Yes, the puppies. Oh yeah. Did you? So one of the the reporters asked him, "What keeps you so grounded?" Do you do you guys know what he said? No. Gravity. Oh yes, oh, no. yes, yes, yes. I was like, that was the guy, first question. Just like I love it. Gravity. Great Keanu answer. Oh man, I love it. Gravity. I absolutely, do, I adore it. And like, uh, my first experience with Keanu Reeves, I think, growing up was Bill and Ted. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, that was a movie that just, I remember it being on TV a lot, and I watched it in music class and things like that. And I just always loved like how like because it was like a cartoon those movies. You yeah. know what I mean? Like they were just so like extravagant characters, and obviously then with um, the Matrix movies, like I was introduced to him as well. Um, but this week I actually decided to watch Point Break, and I've seen Point Break before. I watched Point Break like 2006, 2007, maybe was the last time I watched Specific. it. No, only because it was when. Um, <laughs> What movie came out? Hot Fuzz? Was that around that time? Sure, yeah. 2005, I think. Yeah, because yeah, they, they were quoting uh, they quote Point Break, break yeah, in that movie, break, right? Yeah. And I was like, oh, I'm going to watch this movie. And my God, if, of all 90s movies, that is that is just a movie so stamped in time. It's such a like it's an underrated movie. Like you think it's a bad movie, but it's not. It's it's a fun movie, honestly. It's a fun movie. It's Catherine's Catherine Big Bigelow. Bigelow's, yeah. Um, directorial. Gary Busey, Keanu Reeves, Patrick, Patrick Swayze. Swayze, and I didn't realize how much like Fast and the Furious stole from this movie mm-hmm. in terms of it being like a cop going undercover and this and these guys who are committing crimes and like there's so many plot points borrowed from. Point Break in Fast and the Furious. Oh yeah, it's it's, it's purely that. It's crazy, yeah. and I and I just love that like the the pres like the the president's like gang who are like doing these uh, crimes and stuff like that. It's a, it's just such a fun movie. Yeah. Uh, like there is a my mom was just like my, my mom saw this movie obviously when it when it was come out in the nineties, but ninety one ninety one and she's <laughs> she was just like judging me so hard based on like the the lines of this movie because the lines are very like silly oh yeah like right. every everyone's lines of this movie is like oh like you think you're so cool punk like they're this is very just like cheesy cheesy lines um yeah there's a line towards the beginning of the movie that's like young dumb and full of cum and i was like <laughs> my god okay damn and your mother was like daniel what are we watching what are we, what are we watching in here who's party <laughs> your majesty no but like yeah i was just like my god like this this movie is just so silly but it's so fun such great action sequences i will say though my God, you could tell it's not them surfing. Like you could just, you could just so tell that. Like, wait, that wasn't Keanu surfing. That wasn't Keanu what? surfing or Patrick Swayze. Or Patrick Swayze. They're literally shots where it's like full on shots of another person's face, and I was just like, why? Why would but they gotta, shoot it like? You got to remember, at that time, it wasn't like freaking HD, and no, so you I, couldn't really for, tell. And I was gonna, I was actually gonna say that this movie actually looks like, and I watched it in HD. It's Whoa. not a clear movie. It's like visually, like it's actually like not that, uh, like clean clean it's like very like i thought i was watching it like on like vhs or something like that like it looked very like blurry mm-hmm. yeah could have been how they shot it could anthony, be. what about you what's or should we save anthony for last because he's a lover of no you can we can i could go now anthony's always ready to go i'm always ready to talk about Keanu. uh my first um my first i guess keanu <laughs> reeves movie time. that i've ever watched was uh speed oh with yeah. sandra bullock oh i forgot to mention her first speed, film yeah. too yeah you know, Ellen DeGeneres was supposed to play that role. Crazy, no right? way! Yeah, wow, Whoa. way. Um, <laughs> yeah, Keanu Reeves, Sandra Bullock, and Dennis Hopper. Dennis Hopper, <laughs> who just Dennis is Dennis Hopper in it. Dennis Hopper on the phone the whole film with the wrong hand. <laughs> um, what? Yeah. I, that was one of my favorite movies growing up. One of my favorite movies. Such yeah. a great movie. The bus. This guy has a bomb on it. He has a diffuse. Oh, Jeff it. Daniels is all too. Jeff Daniels yep. is in it. Such a good movie. Um, but yeah, I fell in love with Keanu um, when. Uh, the Matrix came out, yeah, and then from there on, I think it grew. When I, I don't know what happened that, like, you got you guys kind of like, 
you kind of like made this this you started you this whole fantasy this whole it. fantasy of love me and Keanu. You and Keanu. We started this a while ago, I would say, because you you mentioned. I remember, Keanu yeah, you sent me a ago. picture a long time. ago. I don't remember this. Picture. I don't know if it was you. No, it was, it was Gabby. Gabby, Gabby, and Gabby, Gabby, yeah. and it was Hollywood Walk or Walk of Fame yeah. and. A middle so a, uh, so yeah, a little context band that story. Gabby and I were in L.A. and we were walking down Hollywood Boulevard and we saw Keanu Reeves's uh, star. Star, and we, we both loved Keanu, but like we knew for some reason we were creating this fancy that Anthony loved Keanu more than like yeah. itself, and we were like, all right, we're just gonna give the finger to the, to the sign and send it to Anthony. Just <laughs> we to see we how committed a crime that day. But then you we did, did we did we did blow a kiss though after. Yeah. That. And that they, and us. since then he's grew, like Keanu is such a he's such since a funny day. So you're funny welcome. actor because he re- reinvents himself every decade. Yeah, it's like you know? Tom Cruise in a Mission Impossible movie. In the nineties, like hairstyles different. Yeah. He's this nineties. He was you know Speed, and he did all Johnny Mnemonic and yeah. Brad Stoker. He was like that Devil's new advocate. new upcoming young blood, and then he kind of dipped away, and then ninety eight, ninety nine came out uh, matrix came out and he reinvented himself again and then slowly after the matrix yeah went away he reinvented himself yeah. again with john wick and look at him now Love it's it. he's he is i would say quintessentially one of the or the greatest action um actor action film I w- actors I, of all time easily like when you see what he's what he does now and especially like what you see what he's doing with John Wick and he's been in so many movies where he's just doing his own mm-hmm. like stunts and work and stuff like that. You just know that he's committed. I will say though, going really quickly back to point break, probably the dumbest name of all of Keanu's character, Johnny Utah. Get out of here. With That's that. such a sick, get out of here with that. Johnny Utah. Johnny Utah. Like, That's I'm a Johnny dope name. Utah. I'm like, get out of here. What, 1991. Why? Johnny Utah. Johnny Utah. Johnny sure. Utah. Dude, his name in, in speed is, Jack Traven. I don't think Traven's even a name. No, no. It's all words are made up, you know? You sent me that scene of um, The Matrix Reloaded where the three agents... I, I sent that That was scene. Shay, yeah. Oh, I've sorry. Never seen Considering I just said that I was watching <laughs> it. That, that oh, I thought that was Daniel that watched Listen, it. My man, bad. Who sent the mountain? I don't really look chat. at the names when they. Do you, yeah, I just do you think have our names saved in the fo- on your phone? No, I doubt it. He's, it's we're just, just numbers. We're just it's numbers. just we're two like characters. <laughs> hey, and this? it's using the same. F- I use yeah. emojis for you guys, and oh, they're God. just the same emoji. They're just both middle fingers. I, I, One's a bit darker. For, for me, you're 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 the, in the picture. You're wearing your poncho. That's that's the picture I have of you. What poncho? The one he got in uh, Honduras or Mexico? Pan- Mexico? Panama? <laughs> oh, no, not Panama. This is when he went like a couple, cool, oh. almost a couple months ago. Oh, okay, yeah. My yeah, picture Mexico. of Anthony is him giving me the finger, probably. Probably. Yeah. But anyways, yes. So that scene, man, such a good scene. Like it's such a upgrades. Yeah, it's such a memorable scene where yeah. they all these three agents break through the door and they're like, "That's him, the anomaly." Shall we yeah. proceed? Yes. He's, He's still human. only human. human. And then it cuts Crazy to a wide man. shot yeah. of Keanu blocking like you like there's nothing in He's film that's ever human. done that. Like make a scene so powerful yeah. in such a short amount of time that it was oh, I love Keanu. Now last week great great last, great act. Last week we uh gave some reporting that Matrix 4 was potentially happening. And it's, we did, yeah, that yes. was debunked, right? That was it debunked. Was, well, we apologize to all of our fans. Apparently, the Wachowskis are not doing it. Right. Um, but who knows? Who who would you want to see do a Matrix 4? Den- Dennis Villeneuve. I was going to say <laughs> that, too. Denis. Denis Villeneuve. Yeah. <laughs> I think you would make it so, like, mind-effy that yeah. you, maybe the action might be missed. Maybe. 
But I think he still do a great job. I trust in E. Just give it to me. I'll do it. Yeah, I think you should do it. You want? I'll, you I'll just make it all and start. You want? You want some action? For I'll some reason, do... Keanu's just topless in every scene. <laughs> should I wear my jacket? No, 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 no Keanu. Keanu, Keanu no, you're fine. good, man. You're good. I'm also gonna put this lotion on you if that's okay. Yeah, yeah. Baby, uh, baby. Let we'll, me we'll, let me get into my little Keanu spiel, and then uh, we'll, we'll we'll end this podcast today. Um, for me, it was so I saw Speed as a kid. Yep. And I was, it just, it didn't click for me. I was like, not that, it, that I didn't like the movie, but it, Keanu Reeves didn't stand out to me. It was more like I watched Dumb and Dumber and I knew um, Jeff Daniels and it was just like, whoa, like, like this is like that guy, you know? Because yeah. he was a little bit more like generic in that movie, right? He, yeah. He, I mean, rest in peace in that film as well. He dies. So. Right. Um, but yeah, it was just kind of like, whoa, that's crazy. Um, but then when The Matrix came out, I was eight years old, 999. And I remember watching that film and just being blown away that I we had to do a, um, I think a, an uh, like a, a, a project report or a project yeah. on a Canadian icon and I chose Keanu Reeves and I did all my research and like oh this is so cool he's Canadian. You did this when you were eight or this is later? This is like when I was like eight or nine at this gotcha. point and it was just so much and I loved it and that from that point on any movie he did I. I watched or movies that he had done. I tried to catch up on, except for Bram Stoker's Dracula because I was scared. Yeah, and his accent is just oh, iconic in that God. one. Oh man, I love Bram Stoker's Bud- Budapest. But uh, I watched. Uh, <laughs> I remember I watched The Devil's Advocate, also starring your Twitter heartthrob uh, Charlize Theron yeah, yeah. and uh, Al Pacino. Al Pacino. Uh, but I loved. I love The Devil's Advocate. I think it's a great. That's film. such a. Oh. Al Pacino was great in that it's movie. A, it's a great great Remember the scene great. in the church where he walks in and he touches the holy water yeah. and it sizzles and he just yeah. looks at God or I guess and he's just la- laughing. laughing. <laughs> it's a great, and, or even when like the girls are making out and their like faces are like devilish. Yes, yeah, very yeah. good movie. Yeah, um, very nineties movie as well. But, very nineties yeah. film. And then I love Hardball. I love that movie. I was so gonna much. say you've always you. I've never seen this movie. This is with uh, Diane uh, Lane. Diane Lane. Yeah. Uh, I've never seen it, but like, what what is it, what is it about Hardball that it, you love so much? I, I used to play baseball as a kid, and oh, that's the it. film. <laughs> that's it. Uh, the film is about uh, inner city uh, black kids, uh, which also I relate to. Well, you relate to as well. Um, but no, it's just I love Keanu, and he plays such a good guy in the movie. Yeah. Well, he's not a good guy. He's he's playing like a like an asshole who's becoming a good guy oh is it, is it like coach like, bombay and mighty like, ducks like a community service like, yeah, like, like it is mighty ducks but like at least coach bombay was like he didn't he drove his car on the ice that's yeah rule number one you know like this guy was like he's like doing drugs and like oh, okay so not like, like coach bombay. no no he's like you know like betting on sport sporting events and like yeah. he's one of those like he's a loan shark you yeah know, he's, he owes money so and then diane and but it also has like young michael b jordan in it yeah, yeah, yeah. and it just the music is centered around uh Biggie, so the whole film is just so well done. I try to watch it every year if I can. Wow. It's just so much fun, and at the same time, it's got heart to it. Have you guys right. watched The Replacements? The Replacements. Oh, the, replacement. the Rocky one, right? No, football. That's right. Gene Hackman's in it. Oh, very good. Yeah. Shailene Woodley is not in it. Though. No, no, no. She, yes. <laughs> Shailene Woodley, Woodley yeah, does not. not play Gene Hackman. No, uh, it's about like these football players who, I guess, the NFL goes on strike and they have to still continue with the yeah, season. They, they so sub they sub in for them. They sub yeah, in yeah. for them. They're just like just generic Dudes. players. But Keanu is one of these um, characters who had a who had a a misstep during one of his football games that cost his career and a lot of people money. We'll say. Yeah. So he became like a. Has been, and cool. then he comes back, and it's just like yeah. There's this one line where Gene Ac- Gene Hackman Gene Hackman asks uh, Keanu, and Keanu's like, "Yeah, 
chicks dig scars, but glory lasts forever. Yeah. Damn. Damn, that was really I good. I thought Keanu was I here. I thought he was like, here too. I got really excited. And then there's Constantine. Come on. Which, Constantine? Yeah. Which I saw and I was like, oh, that was interesting. Well, Constantine yeah. was dope, man. He wants to bring him back. Eh? He was saying in the interview oh, recently man. that he He's... wants to bring Constantine back, but with guns. I'm, I'm here for it. Let's just let's see what happens. Uh, I'm excited. And we're going to see uh, Keanu next in Toy Story 4, right? He's playing Duke Kaboom. Yeah. A Canadian, a Canadian toy. A Canadian toy, right? Yeah. So... That's, I mean, that's my love for Keanu, and I, you know what, I think, just like with Anthony, it grows more and more uh, every year. 100%. Uh, I just think he's such a great guy, and especially after that, that you know, that line of, like, what happens to, you know, when you die, that was so sweet, yeah. and he just seems like, you I want to hang out with the you guy. You want to root for the guy, right? Yeah. Yeah. So... That was our podcast for today. As always, you can catch it on thistimewith.com um, and you can ca- download it on Apple Podcasts or wherever you basically get your podcasts. Podcasts? Yeah, podcast services. Podcast. Yeah. Obviously, leave us your comments, suggestions. Maybe give us some ideas also for what you want to hear us yeah, talk about. Write into us. Write into us at thistimewith.com slash talk. That's yeah, it. That's right. Um, again, my name is Shabazz. I'm here with Daniel, yes. the man with the brows and anthony the man with the frown (laughs) 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 who's right now smiling at the camera at the moment but that was this time with the movie podcast and we'll see you next (laughs) 